This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. She is a returning guest to the podcast. She's had multiple careers, many nouns, and is also a self-described professional nerd, Darina Ariano. Good job saying my name, Joseph. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was working on it. <laughs> yeah, no, and thanks for having me again. I feel, I don't even remember last time I was here for Blade Runner. It was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like February of last year. I just right. looked up to make sure that I didn't ask you the exact same questions at the end of the podcast. Okay. The weird questions. <laughs> okay. That I, that's that the, only, that's the only reason you, you had to listen to me again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I listen to the, your Blade Runner episode every day. Well, that's how you go to sleep, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. That's how I practice saying your name. <laughs> every night. No, I have... I had a blast that time, so I'm happy to be back. Awesome, awesome. And uh, I'm doing this month for October, I like to have spooky topics, uh, and you came to mind because you're a person who likes spooky things. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You have a little bit of a goth flair to you. Do you yeah, think that's fair? Yeah. I mean, I... I mean, most people that follow me on social media and all my friends, like they, I mean, I, I literally my Twitter handle is evil at evil Drina, <laughs> and it's been that forever. <laughs> so. That's right. Evil is in your Twitter handle. Yes. And we only have so much time to do this podcast because you have to go see The Exorcist. So you're really on brand today. I, yeah, I truly am. It was like the, the supposedly the scariest movie of all time that um, I'm facing my fears tonight. I've seen it before. It's just I'm seeing it on the big screen. Yeah. Director's cut, you know. Gonna it. see if I'm okay with it. Okay, and you're just yeah. like seeing it with people and all oh, that. Yeah. All right, so yeah. well, yeah, I can't watch that stuff alone. What? No, I love scary movies, but I can't watch them by myself unless it's not scary. Like I can watch Nightmare on Elm Street by myself because it's great okay. and fun. But The Exorcist, because it messed with me so much as a kid, that's something I can't. It's just a probably a trauma okay. <laughs> that I can't do by myself. Well, we're going to talk more about this because it, it, it relates uh, directly to your topic. But mm-hmm. since we're here, I'm just going to ask a little bit about exorcist trauma. Uh oh. So, <laughs> is this uh, why Should did it? Why did that specific movie traumatize you? Is it because it was uh, has a sort of religious angle toward horror, or what was it about exorcist? I think so. I mean, I think it's uh, it, for those of you that didn't listen to the Blade Runner uh, podcast that we did. Um, I grew up in Mexico and I was there until I was 18. And so I grew up in a, not a super religious family, but I went to Catholic school. And so anything that was like, we were taught that heaven or hell, hell were real. And we were taught that demons were real and all these things. And as much as when I was a kid, I really liked watching scary movies and uh and my mom never didn't like she didn't not let me watch them uh she was cool mom you know <laughs> but um <laughs> this is why i'm so messed up right she's a cool exorcist mom yeah <laughs> but um but those were like like i remember watching alien as a kid and and being scared but also fascinated enough where i wouldn't want, where i wanted to keep watching it right whereas with exorcist and anything that had to do with demonic possession like those types of movies that uh, were very scary to mexican catholics like my mom's like don't watch that until you're older you know yeah so i didn't watch it until i was like 12 or 13 with a friend and it's i think it's the way it's edited and directed like there's really uh do you have you seen it oh, right yeah, yeah yeah so like there's certain images that are just jarring especially religious uh messed up Im- imagery oh, in the movie disturbing upsetting, all over the scary place. stuff yeah. yeah yeah and so um so it really messed with me and also the music and the worst part of it the voice like the voice of pazuzu the demon uh, played by uh this actress that i forget her name who's uh, mercedes mccambridge right? thank you yes she's 
incredible in it and the scariest voice to me in cinema history yeah um so and that when i learned that she drank a bunch of whiskey and smoked on purpose like the first time i learned that i was quite young and it was still smoking a lot <laughs> I was like right. this is a great career path i'm gonna go into drinking whiskey and smoking so i can that's be like pretty, mercedes mccambridge that's pretty good why don't you why don't you should be pazuzu in like a parody or something well, yeah in like a children's version yeah, yeah. or did yeah. you see that parody with leslie nielsen repossessed <laughs> no i have not seen that oh yeah that's that's a fun one um uh, but yeah, so uh, because I, I think it was just for kids, when you're a kid, I think certain images get implanted in your brain and this music was scary and the voice was scary. And and I believed that stuff when I was a kid, right? So, so when you were 12, 13, you were like, the, this could you were still believing that demons were a real thing to you. Well, not, I mean, I hadn't seen one, but I, I still believed in, you know, what the Bible said and all. And, okay. I, and, and it is, it's eventually, you know, I realized, oh, well, I haven't seen one yet. Right. And, you know, and obviously we can get into the conversation of like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess religion's telling me that I'm less because I'm a woman and, you know, and I can sex is bad and like and rock and roll is bad. I'm like, well, I like all these things <laughs> and I think they're healthy for your lifestyle. So so maybe I do want to get possessed by a demon. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But um, OK, that makes a ton of sense, because yeah. I understand from that perspective why uh, a a little girl possessed by a demon is far scarier than a lumbering uh, doofus in a hockey mask. Right. <laughs> doofus. <laughs> no offense. I mean, he just, he does get tripped up a lot. Do- no offense to big Friday the 13th fans. Doofus takes Manhattan. That's what it should have been called. <laughs> Freddy versus doofus. Uh, which we're going to be talking about later this month. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on to your general obsession. And, and I think these themes we will revisit. But when I asked you about a specific horror thing, you said you loved Halloween activities in particular. So, like, uh, I think you listed, like, haunted houses, mazes, theme parks, film festivals, like the one you're going to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why, why is that your go-to horror thing, since you're, like, a huge horror and, and goth person? Mm-hmm. Why is it the activities that are most exciting? Uh, well, s- September and October for me are the most wonderful time of the year <laughs> mainly <laughs> the because of the time. yeah exactly um mainly because uh you know it's i like being social as you know yeah. and i like hanging out with my friends and uh and my loved ones and to do activities that are fun for me with them there's nothing better right like i can sit on my couch and watch you know it's fun to have movie night with your friends on, on a couch there's it's better than when you're alone right but but going out there and uh, especially, especially going to theme parks and haunted attractions where people get scared. Not only is your adrenaline rush going, but you're laughing, you're screaming together. It's this really, uh, you know, kind of joyous, uh, stressful, communal <laughs> uh, activity that you're doing as a group. Right. Right. So you just feel like the most alive possible because you're frightened, you're amused, you're right. entertained. Okay. And um, it also. Uh, for uh, last, I think it was last last week or two weeks. What day is it today? Um, <laughs> we did uh, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights uh, for Collider, okay, uh, specifically for our Collider live show, and uh, and we went there. And we took our friend Josh McCuga, who's scared of everything, and it was amazing. It was like you you guys will see the the video in like a week or so, uh, and it's basically you know you see a bunch of you see him being scared, you see us being scared, you see a bunch of people laughing. It's just there's nothing like it, right? It's not yeah. the same as uh, it's similar to like going to the theater or going to, whether it's a Broadway play or the ballet or the opera it's like seeing real life people is is something we don't get to do as much and our um, 
uh, I guess, space, right? Like a yeah. nerd space because we spend our time watching movies and TV shows, right? Which are great. I love them. But to see live breathing humans, like the scare actors that, yeah. you know, that are around and, and people seeing in character, that's really fun to see that live. Yeah, you have that visceral reaction. Right. So is that part of the... I understand the activities being like, okay, it's more communal. You're going to feel more alive because you are with other people. But in terms of the actual like scare of mm-hmm. it, when do you think it gets down to some sort of like um, more organic animal, like just kind of using all of our senses level of fright when you like, you know that that's an improv actor <laughs> named Toby, right? But they're dressed up as something terrifying. Right. And then the, Toby wouldn't scare you if you saw him at UCB. But in this moment, that's a real person and you... You know, is it is that part of what attracts you to it? That it's that deeper level of fear because it is a real person, right? And that, well, I think also, I mean, I don't get as scared because I think I'm desensitized now. Okay, we're like you know, I, I'll get startled, right? It, you know, if somebody jumps at me, you're gonna be like, oh, you're gonna be like a cat, you know, yeah. and then get surprised. <laughs> but so it's rare now when I get scared. When I do, it's great. I'm like, oh, you got me. You did a really good job, scare actor. But you know, it's fake, right? You know, you're in a safe place. Yeah. That, that you're having fun and nothing's actually going to happen to you. But it's similar kind of to to uh, going on a roller coaster, right? Yeah. Where you're most likely not going to die. <laughs> this happens like Your 1%. Your odds are pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're scared and you and, and the thrill of, uh, you know, the, the worst part for me on roller coasters is going uphill when you're right before you drop. Oh, right. Oh. That's the anxiety part. That's yeah. the part that's like too much like real life of like, exactly. uh, things are going too well. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you hear the chain click and then it yeah. drops and you're like, oh, crap. But then it's fun. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's kind of that... Uh, uh, adrenaline rush of uh, oh crap! Like this, this, this is gonna be thrilling, but yeah. I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Which we don't get that as much in life because we don't have the control in life because we don't know we're gonna be okay. <laughs> right? so, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I love spooky stuff, but I'm really, I really struggle with other humans popping out and scaring me. Really? So you don't like these? Like, do you, Have you gone to like a Halloween Horror Nights or a Not, not Scary Farm or anything like that? Not in a long time. I think I've told this story probably on the podcast before, but like many years ago, I went to the Minnesota State Fair, where I'm from, and okay. they have a haunted house that is like, you know, it's just teens reaching out dressed as mommies trying to grab you. And mm-hmm. one of them tried to grab me, and it scared the shit out of me. And it is really like they, they touched my shoulder. It was like, they, and I was with someone that I didn't want to be to uh, look like a, a loser. Uh, I screamed in fright, and I had some cheese curds, and I threw the cheese curds <laughs> at the guy. And the guy said, hey, man, you can't throw cheese, which then wasn't scary because that totally broke the illusion. <laughs> but, like, I've, I've been to a couple other, like, oh, like a, a thing pops open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't been in, in years to anything that's like, know this for real. We're really jumping out of every corner mm-hmm. trying to scare you. Because right. I am actually scared of my own response that I can't in- intellectualize it for some reason, that it will trigger fight or flight. Right. And I will <laughs> punch someone. Wow. Which so, I don't want to. So it's because you, you're worried about what you might do to someone else more so than just being scared in general. Yeah. And then I can't access what you're talking about, which is that like, uh, that you, you scream and you feel more alive and if you're frightened for just a moment, like on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I th- feel like it will just grind me down to like, Stop invading my space. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, it's it's interesting because, and 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 I think it's also fascinating to watch the people around you and how everyone reacts differently. Like uh, for uh, the Universal Studios with Collider, we had Katie Sackhoff with us and she started laughing 
like uncontrollably. Like she could not stop laughing after she got scared. So that was she, and, it was fight, flight, or laugh. Right, <laughs> exactly. And uh, and everybody reacts differently. And you also, I think. The other exciting part is you surprise yourself as to how you react, right? Yeah. And there's definitely, at least you, you know, you didn't punch somebody that time. At least you just no. threw cheese at them. Like, I don't <laughs> think that's that bad. <laughs> I know? broke the rules. So I feel yeah. bad. Because if you ask people, I think, uh, you know, people that you know, like uh, Mark Riley or, or Wendy Lee, like they, I think they've done, uh, they've been scare actors before and they've been punched, but yeah. while wearing masks. So they're, <laughs> that definitely does happen, right? They're used to it. It's kind of part of the gig. Okay. Okay. Well, I might ask you a little bit more about that but uh i I did want to go back to your youth uh because uh you always have interesting uh perspectives about how your your adolescence and experiences shaped your current view have you always loved halloween has halloween always been part of your life um i think uh i've always wanted it to be um like my mom was really cool and she you know i dressed up as wednesday adams and like but fifth fifth grade and then sixth grade again and she just let me do my thing my poor mom who wanted like a doll and wanted me to like wear pink you know and uh, you dressed up for halloween or just in life no no, no for halloween <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't think she'd let me i think i dressed like her in in uh junior high as well but okay. uh, but so she would at least you know let me dress up and like take me trick-or-treating but when I was a kid, and things have probably changed, Halloween was of the devil in Mexico, right? Okay. Like, like it, Dia de las Brujas is what we called it, right? Day of the Witches. Uh, and uh, that wasn't embraced. You know, it was like, oh, that's like, this was el diablo, that's of the devil. You know, uh, we used to celebrate Day of the Dead, right? right. Like, that's different, right? We were celebrating uh, our... our uh, dead relatives and making altars for them and uh you know putting i don't know if you know what how the day of the dead altar works but you basically a little bit but not totally you basically bring like bread and 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 play music that your loved one liked when they were alive and you put a photo of them and all these different things of of of, to remember and honor the the dead it's really embracing death and working with it right right which is really cool but halloween was more frowned upon and looked more of like that's of the devil right okay Uh, but since i was always uh really into you know these weird movies and and i grew up loving like goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark yeah and and, uh as a kid i always liked that stuff it's it's interesting to to i don't i I don't know if it was because i was told you can't like it so then i got more into it (laughs) or i think eventually now as a grown-up i've discovered that horror is something that i love so much because personally it helps me deal with my own inner demons and my own darkness like those are the real demons like those the stuff that's in our own psyche and yeah. and our and our and, our, and, and i feel like it, it's not just about facing my fears it's i think it's west craven that said that horror movies uh don't uh create fear they actually release it yeah Right. And I think that's part of that thrill of like, oh, my God, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. What's going to happen? And and not knowing what's going to happen. And that's life. Yeah. So it's like it's people don't like feeling that way. People humans naturally want to be in control. Right. And, yeah. and I think that Halloween and horror and all these things remind us that we're not in control. Yeah. And just release that catharsis. Yeah. Exactly. Uh in terms of wanting this whole sort of fall seasons to be go out and having fun, I think there's that element to horror into Halloween in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, there's also, it has this sort of unique place where it is, you're encouraged to embrace your dark side, dress up like a monster, spend the month watching scary movies, really uh, 
enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's like the dark side comes out to have a party. Yeah. So like it's like the dark side isn't actively like, <laughs> you know, the dark side is like let's have fun and ha- and hand out candy. Uh, so there's like this element of like yes we're getting in touch with our dark side, but it is also like a festival, a party. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of uh, a lot of holidays, it's just fun. Yes. It's just dress up and try to get strangers to give you candy. Right. There's no guilt. There's no, did you call your mom on mm-hmm. Halloween? You know, it's just so much a thing of fun. Yes. And it's, it's and you're not doing anything wrong. Right. right. But it's, uh, it's, it's weird fun, but it's not wrong, you know? And uh, I mean, honestly, one of, as much as uh, you know that I love music, like music is my biggest passion in life, uh, other than food and sex. But, um, <laughs> but it, you know, I work on my Halloween playlist every year, like I add to it, I delete it, like, there's so many fun things that you can add to celebrating. And I feel like other holidays don't have that as much, right? Yeah. Like, like, I, I don't really, I mean, I celebrate other holidays because of my friends and family, but I don't really care. Whereas like Halloween is like a whole thing. It's, it's movies, it's music, it's, it's food, not like Thanksgiving, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but dressing up also is another way where people can just not be themselves. Yeah. And I think that's also liberating because we have to wake up every day and be like, oh, guess I'm the same person <laughs> again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like uh, still stuck with his brain and yeah. all the baggage that I've had for whatever 37 years. You Didn't know? turn into a wolf and get it run around naked. I know. No, just had to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's sucks. like not a vampire again, damn it. Yeah. You know? But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's another way of kind of, uh, you know, not not... Not always being who you are, which gets exhausting also. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing has a little bit of a, you're breaking a rule, but it is, so you have that joy and that catharsis, but it's also a rule that you're not hurting anybody by breaking that rule. Exactly. It feels like, oh, I'm going to be naughty. I'm going to dress mm-hmm. up like a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> or a doofus. Yeah. Or and a, a ski mask. <laughs> and a hockey mask. But... <laughs> hockey mask, doofus. Yeah. Um, and and also, uh, you know, to end that point, it, it, or to add to the point, uh, I also feel like people are more accepting. Like, if you, if, if there's, there's nothing more fun for me than walking to a Halloween party and supposedly knowing everyone there, but not knowing who everyone is because everyone's dressed up. Yeah. Right. So everyone's just a weirdo and 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 most of the time intoxicated, you know, <laughs> but so I feel like it's a matter of just like you just accept that it's a Halloween party and that's fine. And everyone's just being nice and tolerant to each other. And that's cool. Yeah. Nice, tolerant, drunk weirdos. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. Uh, now, I know a lot of your Halloween and horror interests. Do your interests uh, uh, extend to things that are cute? Because like there's plenty of halloween that's cute it's like oh it's a little kid dressed up you know as a pumpkin or whatever that doesn't actually have horror it's just cute i mean i think when a parent dresses up their kid as chucky that's cute (laughs) does that count (laughs) yeah sure sure i I mean no of course not uh yeah you you saw the the video of the dog dressed as chucky right oh so good yeah so good so good i got so many followers sent it to me and i was not upset about that yeah it was fantastic I bet, yeah, so that kind of answers my question, uh, that you'd rather see a child dressed up as Chucky. But I guess with, like, some of the iconography of Halloween, like, I just get excited when I start to see, like, cobwebs and bats and things like that. Mm-hmm. If you if somebody just sent you, like, a clip art of, like, a cute bat flying through, like, raw pastel cobwebs, would you be like, fuck you, that's not Halloween? No, or- yeah, why not? But that's, I mean, I've also become 
much uh less cool as i've gotten older like i don't care about being cool and being oh like you're not cool because you don't like the same stuff i do i'm like if that's how they celebrate halloween then that's awesome you know like it's just it's it's cool to exchange things and be like look at this like also bats are adorable yeah they are really really cute bats are so cute have you seen the one eating watermelon yes i mean adorable yeah yeah he's he's all like oh like i'm the darkness but i'm cute you know (laughs) i like to imagine that that is an actual vampire going like oh this is so good i didn't know i could eat watermelon yeah, yeah um, so if you want to dress up as you know some i used to be so judgmental too of like people that dressed up sexy for halloween and i'm just like do whatever you want who cares it's halloween yeah well sexy or cute or horrific it's all great why did you used to be judgmental about people dressing up sexy as halloween because you are a very uh sex positive person because i wasn't because i was i was brainwashed by uh society and repressed all the time into okay. thinking that that was dumb Okay, oh, so the, this was not a recent thing at all. No, no, no. Okay. This was like you know, teenager to to college where yeah, where um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's like oh, that you you're supposed to be more like me, otherwise I don't accept you. And a lot of us grow up that way, or our kids that way, and eventually you have to realize no, everyone's different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. do whatever you want. So yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about uh, a couple specific things about all these different events because you listed so many different cool kind of activities to do. So uh, we talked a little bit about haunted houses, mm-hmm. but do you do you like them if they have like a narrative and if they do have any sort of like creeping sense of this is the story of this house, this mm-hmm. is who died here and why things are jumping out at you? Or do you like it better if it's just like uh, weird teenagers jump out at you with <laughs> plastic knives? <laughs> um, I like the, the, the first one you mentioned first because... Uh, I love Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. I love Not Scary Farm. The Haunted Hayride that we just went to also uh, is really great because that one's more, uh, they kind of make you feel like you're on the East Coast. And for me, I, you know, growing up watching Hocus Pocus and, yeah. and all these, in Casper and all these family, like Disney movies, um, I was like, oh, the, there's leaves and stuff. Like, <laughs> like fall exists because I grew up in the desert, so I didn't know, you know? And so, so it's, are leaves to you just like, ooh, spooky? Yeah, so, no, just, they're just cool. And so yeah. they, anyway, so, so, so events or attractions like the Hayride, you know, make it a point to kind of make you feel like you are in, you know, Maine and, right. and it's and it's all foggy and, and, and fall-like. So that's cool. Yeah, and fall but, is like the death of the natural world when, if right. you live in a place where there's seasons. So that ties into it. Right. Yeah. Whereas where I come from, everything's dead all the time because it's a desert. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but my favorite is actually what you mentioned for is when there's an actual story. And my favorite attraction that I've ever been to that I go to every year is in L.A. It's called Delusion. Okay. And it's not as well known. I wish it was because I wish these people were making more money so they could, you know, do more stuff. But it's a group of filmmakers led by John Braver uh, that make this kind of haunted interactive play. Okay. And they pick out a venue every year, a different venue in LA, and they completely change the house or the church that they that they rent and, you know, stage it and they have like set designers, you know, completely uh change each room and uh and they have like writers actually write a whole story of of it they have these amazing actors that kind of lead you through each room telling you a whole like hour and a half story via scaring you but but more so being impressed by not just the acting and the writing but the sets right and and all of a sudden you have this chimney in a library that that turns into a transformer and starts you know uh following you you know and you have to run it's it's incredible like i've never seen anything like that 
And so that's more more uh, interesting to me because there's a it's kind of like seeing a live horror movie. Yeah. And you're and you're part of it with your friends. Yeah. So I can see how that would be totally cool to be chased by a chimney, uh, which it sounds like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. A uh, chimney transformer. <laughs> a chimney transformer. <laughs> um, but is do you when you go to an event like that, do you can you follow the narrative and does mm-hmm. the narrative seep in? Is it like, hey, I, I'm legitimately frightened because I didn't know that chimney was going to turn into a living thing and chase me. That's uh-huh. scary enough by itself. But then that added layer of like, you know, what's motivating that? Yeah, I mean, so the whole point is that there's different actors throughout the the hour and a half that you're in there with your friends, and it's a small group of friends, and uh, and these actors are playing, you know, whether it's they're a vampire or they're some weird droid or robot <laughs> that's helping you, they're kind of guiding you through each room and telling you what to do, right? Okay. So they're like, okay, so we have to find, uh, you know, this this dead woman's ghost like she was an author and we have to find this this thesis that she wrote so everybody look in this library and so we all start grabbing books and then all of a sudden you grab a book and a door opens oh cool right so it's really really interactive and really cool and like and they're kind of guiding you and helping you figure out what you're supposed to do similar like an escape room okay yeah you know with a little bit more help because you're all stressed out and and then like you're like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do all right so an escape room where it's not just like you will run out of time and then you'll have to leave the escape room it's like something this room will come after me Mm -hmm. if i don't finish it exactly that's really cool yeah so Um, highly recommend if you can do that because i think you would enjoy that more so than just you know going to a theme park and having scare actors jump at you i think it would make me feel more like i am like your analogy of a ride Mm -hmm. That I'm like, there's on a track. It's on a track. So I can allow myself to just enjoy it and be frightened because mm-hmm. it is under control. And you will also be more distracted by just looking at it and be, just, just being fascinated by the yeah. production value of what these people make. It's really, really impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would enjoy a haunted house if I had an absolute assurance of no touching. I think that's right. the main thing when I think about it. It's just like, I, I, I don't want yeah. randos to decide whether or not they can grab my shoulder. Well, and there are some more hardcore ones that I'm not as big of a fan of, of uh, that they've done in L.A. Like, they've done these things called Blackout and where they are more trying to gross you out and okay. touch you. And kind of, you know, it, I'm like, what's the point of this? I'm just putting my hand in a toilet that's supposed to be I, I don't get it this isn't like, yeah like, i veto that one for myself yeah that makes no why would i want to do that it makes no sense so yes yeah. there's a difference between horror and just gross and unpleasant yeah like we've all been gross situations yeah. why would i want to repeat that so i was gonna list some examples and then i thought why same uh in haunted houses you said you you've maybe been desensitized but what scares you if you ever do get scared? You mean like, other truly than truly scared? Like death? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not in life. Uh, uh, I mean, I. But I mean, in the haunted house. Well, how would it get under your skin to be like? I mean, you you said like if somebody pops out at you, you have the ha. Ah! Yeah. But that's not scared. That's startled, as you said. Right. I mean, I think it depends on what it is because I have certain phobias that I grew up with. Like, I don't like snakes. Okay. Or sharks. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so you saw a shark in a haunted house. Yes. 
<laughs> no, I swear. One time, one year at Halloween Horror Nights, I think they had an Alice Cooper maze that was a snake maze. Oh yeah. And my friends made me go in it, and I was I did not like it, and I knew it was all fake, but it just they still are there, the fake ones without the shoulders, and they move weird. I don't yeah. like that, you know. So so yeah, it's more so of certain things I already have in my brain that are scary. Okay. Uh, also, sound scares me more than visual stuff, right? Really? Which is why I was scared of. Uh, the uh, Pazuzu's voice and the Exorcist and and, yeah. and certain music that that I think is scary. Like I can't listen to tubular bells by myself at you know in a dark room. Okay, I would just be really anxious about it. You know, so it, so it's that, more so sound than anything. Is it because it's like ethereal and it is coming from? It, it's easy to imagine that music is coming from a different place, mm-hmm. that it's not attached to our reality. Yeah, because music, the re- I think the reason I like it so much, I love it so much, and, and I love many art forms, but that one's my favorite because it's the one that's the hardest to kind of grasp because we're not seeing it, right? Yeah. And um, and I, I studied music most of my life, right? I, 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 I studied composition and, and music theory, and as much as I can speak the language, when I when I listen to it, I still it's such an amazing feeling uh, that this you know these sounds and these notes and these instruments together are giving you this emotion, right. this big emotion, right? Right. And so that it can work uh, also in uh, the emotions of fear. Yeah. You know, and so you can, there's really cool, creepy music out there. I can send you my Halloween playlist. Oh, yeah, please yeah. do. I would love that. That's re- that's really interesting, too, that e- there are some things that all of us individually can intellectualize and others in- we can't. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to me that even you, with your massive amount of knowledge, would be able to go like, yes, that is a minor chord <laughs> in this key and three guys moaning. But <laughs> but it's still scary. <laughs> but it's scary. I mean, but look the at- uh, emotion overwhelms the intellectual. Exactly. Like, look at, I mean, and, and that's why movies are completely, di- would be completely different without music, right? Yeah. Like, if you look at a, a, a movie like Suspiria, the one from the, well, both have great soundtracks, but the one from the 70s by Goblin, they did this super crazy prog rock uh soundtrack but then they would add people whispering and sighing oh, and, yeah. and that would make it way creepier you know yeah. so it, it was very effective for for like it made the movie way scarier yeah yeah um we, we talked a little bit about just having halloween things be representative of real life so mm-hmm. for mazes do you like mazes because it is once again a thing that feels like real life or like uh i can't figure out where i'm going and i don't know if i'm gonna get out of this <laughs> Um, I honestly, when it comes to mazes, like going to a, a theme park, I think my favorite thing, and that's probably why I get called evil Dorina, is laughing at my friends that get scared. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, mazes don't scare you. Not as much. Uh, some, like I said, like get startled. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but watching my friends, you know, do just act like just children or toddlers or, or drunk animals is just... <laughs> There's nothing like it. It's so. I mean, it's it's just so fun. Like like if you see that video of Josh McCuga, you know he's yelling like Roger Rabbit. You and know? it's not performative because Josh is a, a good performer and very funny. He's legitimately this touchy about terror. I didn't. I thought it was an act until I went to a scary movie with him. <laughs> I was like, wow, this. And I have friends like him, right? Both. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I have friends that I take to these events. That they. It, it's funny too. Uh, I uh, the first few years I took them, they were super scared. Like one of them cried. You know, it was a whole thing. <laughs> but they keep going, and that's what's interesting. It's like they didn't want to go at first, but now they love it. And I think it's that that thrill and that that fun adrenaline experience that that we all get together. Yeah. So, um, which I'm very thankful for because then I get to experience them experiencing that. Well, that's really cool too because. 
because when I'm thinking about my own anxiety about any sort of scary thing like that, there is this cultural thing of like, we've built the spookiest maze ever. Can you take it? And you have that like dare, right? Cool trailer you, voice. <laughs> <laughs> but if you remove that dare entirely in like with the, the collider thing that you're doing and Josh McCuga's role is, yeah. I am here mm-hmm. to be scared shitless. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you don't have that. You're released from that challenge of can you take it? If you're walking in going, nope, I can't. And I have five people around me to support me. Right. While I lose my shit. And that's the thing, right? I mean, it's 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 kind of like we're we all have our different phobias or things that were that make us anxious. And so I feel like it's kind of fun to do that with your friends where you're pushing each other to face your fears. Yeah. Right? Like like my uh uh some of my friends like they're like would you watch like anaconda with us you know <laughs> which i have seen on the big screen and i hated it but Darina doesn't want none yeah but it. but it's like so then we're we'll be like okay well if you watch this movie then you'll watch this clown movie that you're scared of right so like okay. that's how we kind of make deals <laughs> yeah snake clown exchange night yes exactly <laughs> but that's what makes life fun yeah. so we can laugh at each other oh that's great that's all there is um for theme park stuff, like uh, I did an episode a couple of years ago with a friend of mine uh, who talked all about the Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. uh, and I asked him, and I, I wanted to ask you, is it scarier to you when it is just like an ambiguous clown that's not from a property, or is it scarier when it's a branded character or world that you already know from something? Um, I think it's the, the former. Like if... if- and and not scary farm is really good at this because they don't do franchise stuff. Okay. So you don't really know what to expect. Like we went into this weird uh sort of uh samurai maze and it was actually really messed up and cool. Yeah. You know, and I didn't know what they were how or, or what they were going to do with it. Similar to they had this um kind of uh New Orleans like bayou uh a maze and they had fog over a lake and they had crocodiles jumping out you know it's it, it just have it's kind of like going to disneyland but for adults yeah if that makes sense but franchise wise i mean i know what michael myers looks like i know what jason the doofus looks like you know <laughs> so you're totally desensitized to be like Hey, Michael. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. I also know it's like, oh, that's that's something I'm familiar with, and I know it's an actor behind the mask. Yeah. So I can be like, can I take a photo with you? <laughs> like when I met, like when when I see Krampus, somebody dressed up as Krampus, I'll run up to them. I'm like, can I please take a photo? And then they don't. They leave me because they're like, oh, this annoying girl isn't getting scared. Oh, so. it breaks the illusion. Yeah, because yeah. I want to take a selfie with them. So. Yeah. But um, but then there's uh, uh, what was I gonna say? So. Anyways, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. You're talking about the different branded versus original. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's my answer. I mean, I think it's, I think original is a little scary. Except for, oh, I remember. Except for when I went to the Warner Brothers Studio one. Oh, okay. Because they had the Exorcist Church. Oh. And so that was really fun and scary because you're sitting in a church and then there's this person that gets, you know, quote unquote possessed and they start playing the music and then they turn the lights off and there's like a couple of, you know, Reagan's running around scaring people in the dark oh, with the music yeah. playing in a church. Yeah. Like, that's so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's not only like something that you have been frightened of as a child. It's totally immersive. You're totally in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not just like you're wandering through a theme park and there's Michael. 
Yeah, no, but that so that would be like I, I guess it, everybody has different fears, and and it probably depends on what franchise you're scared of, right? Yeah. Because like I grew up, you know, being scared of Jaws. I'm like, it's a great movie, but I'm not going to the Shark Encounter at Sea World. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> so they could just stare at me with their dead eyes, like these dead zombie fish. No. <laughs> so that's so fascinating that you're frightened of Jaws, and it, it was their eyes. Yeah, and then they have those teeth, like the triangle teeth, but then that triangle itself has mini triangles around it. Yeah. That's just not natural. <laughs> this natural creature is no. unnatural. I understand. I got scared of a turtle the other day. These <laughs> things happen. I didn't. It was just in a, somebody's yard, and it's huge. It was actually a tortoise, as many people have corrected me. Aww. But it was walking right at me. It was like it wanted a selfie. But it was, it was weird. probably so slow, though. It was really slow, <laughs> but it still scared me because it was, it was just one of those clearly like, I am not spending enough time with nature. It was just right. like, I am not used to seeing any sort of, you know, reptilian thing. Right. No, know, that's true. It's like if you see a lizard. Me. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Do you have any phobias? Uh, yes, but there. I, I think I have the, I really don't want to be touched. I don't know if that's not a phobia or not. I think it's, I think that is a loss of control. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's just like a really big uh, thing for me. Are you ticklish? I am ticklish, but I don't care because okay. I like to laugh and it never gets to that point. I mean, obviously... I don't want to be tickled in a haunted house. So is uh, it just being touched when you're not expecting it? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is exactly what I was talking through before of that dare of it. Mm-hmm. Of saying, if it, if it's a haunted house where they're allowed to touch you, mm-hmm. right? Um, that dare that you should be able to be tough enough mm-hmm. to give up your bodily autonomy <laughs> and i don't want to uh-huh. you know yeah so i think i think that probably has some issues to honestly like probably with like you know i didn't get bullied too bad but i definitely had some times where like people pick me up that mm-hmm. i with malintent and mm-hmm. ju- or just to show that they could right you know and i think it, it gets down to the, like kind of those deep issues so of course i think that it all uh, comes from whatever messed up things happened to us as kids yeah yeah Nothing. Well, actually, I was going to say nothing happened. The other thing that would be, I would never want to see a haunted house. Another thing that really bothers me is knee surgery. <laughs> what? That's so specific. Like, it's things going wrong with knees. Because I had several friends when I was a teen have their, like, knees. Like, I had a friend who just, like, her knee went out. And, you know, as I got older, I realized, like, oh, well, yeah, she, it was, you know, never a good knee and it needed you know surgery but she was mm-hmm. i was just like what what were you doing and she's like i was cleaning my room <laughs> i just got in my head of just like if you move wrong you know think i i don't like joint like i'm not frightened of being slashed directly across the arm uh-huh. i'm not frightened of a clean break in my arm because right. that's just like pain and i can deal with it i am frightened of a complex part of my body not being able being disjointed being something. disjointed yeah, it's a ah. it's a very weird and specific thing. It's about the complexity of it. Do you ever watch? Then does does that mean that you hate the movies like Saw or Hostel or where there's that weird body mutilation? Yeah, type? I'm not a big fan of body yeah. horror because it yeah. I, I can't get it doesn't just give me like the catharsis. Mm-hmm. It just grosses me out, mm-hmm. and I so love ideas mm-hmm. of like what are we afraid of and why and why does Michael obsess on Laurie Strode in particular? And I mm-hmm. love thinking about those things mm-hmm. more and, or less psychology behind as opposed to like the torture porn yeah which or I, just the I, iconography I like shadows and darkness and bats and you know what is why does that affect us all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. but body horror just makes me go like gross yeah. i want to see that <laughs> no i i can agree with that the only thing i would say that's uh 
you know, especially with older movies, is just seeing how they came up with those uh, special effects, you know, yeah. and and that's kind of cool, even though it's gross. And like the fact that you know it's fake, it's kind of fun. But um, I couldn't watch like I can't watch anything that's medical, like real life. Yeah. you know, that's not that. That no, is no the thanks. scariest horror movie if somebody is just like. Here is a actual video of my knee surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the nope. scariest thing possible. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really get into the narrative themes of that. Um, so film festivals, you're, which you're going to go to soon, and we'll, we'll end on time so you can go. Um, how, how does it become different when you see it with an audience? Like, tonight you're going to go see a film that you have had a complex relationship with, mm-hmm. Exorcist. How is it going to be different when you're seeing it with a group? I mean, I think, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier we we get we watch a lot of movies and and tv shows for our jobs but there's nothing like seeing it with a with a live audience especially horror movies there is for me there's no more fun experience than seeing a horror movie with an audience that's that's equally as scared as me or more yeah right um one of my favorite memories is uh going to see one of the paranormal activities and and having people you know those people i just yell (laughs) <laughs> the, the, at, the, at the screen which can get annoying but in a horror movie it's kind of funny especially if it's a silly one you and know? if it's built in where there's space where the hero is doing something dumb so there's space for mm-hmm. the people to shout out right 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 it's not like people that are constantly interrupting that's different but when you see you know somebody go nope you know just <laughs> or or like some i forget i think it was one of the the it movies of the the first it chapter one uh some guy behind me uh just just was was not annoying at all, was quiet the whole time. But one of the supposedly scary zines, he he basically like stood up and, and just walked walked out, walked out. <laughs> and I don't know if he came back, you know? <laughs> he just he just totally uh Grandpa yeah. Simpson gifted of just yeah. like walked in and walked out. Nope. Yeah, and, and and that's just I think it that communal experience of all of us feeling emotions together yeah is is fun similar to you know going to a haunted maze but uh but with movies also it especially with beyond fest which is this uh, festival in la that i've been going to that i go to every year or fantastic fest that i just went to in austin uh those are my people you know the, yeah. th- those are people that we've grown up whether we felt similar to you, you know, and, and all our friend, nerd friends, you know, yeah. uh, whether we felt like outcasts, you know, horror has helped us deal with our issues, right? Yeah. And so it's really cool to see these movies with these not just big fans of filmmaking, but people that kind of understand uh, life the way you do yeah. and, and have that that same, uh, you know, that, that we, we kind of know we all need that catharsis. And at the same time, that's, because we understand how messed up life can be, I think that makes us kinder to each other. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's and I, that's what I've noticed about the horror community a lot is that everyone I met is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you know that you would think that you know I was taught as a kid that Halloween was bad and and it's of the devil, but I met I've made the nicest friends, the kindest people through through the horror community. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. That's awesome. I'm glad you're going to have that experience with uh with the Exorcist. Well, yeah, because I'm going to need a group <laughs> hug afterwards, right? <laughs> Um, has doing a Halloween activity ever changed, has it ever gotten deep enough to change how you look at things, how you look at life or death? Like you've, you've got a lot of great thoughts about the purpose of it and the community of it, but has any one event ever changed anything for you? Um, any of those events you mean like changing the way I see life in general? Yeah. Or Or like, have they been involved in any sort of epiphany moments? Um, I mean... Well, I guess this is not so much an epiphany, but uh, 
a funny experience at Not Scary Farm when I was laughing at my friends the whole night. Yeah. And then I forgot that we also get to go on the rides. And we went on this uh, Ghost Rider uh, wooden roller coaster that's amazing and terrifying like it's <laughs> i mean you feel it goes so it, I, I don't know if it's one of the fastest wooden roller coasters in the world but it goes so fast that you feel like it's going off the track yeah you know and which is so scary because it's going so fast and it just keeps getting faster and faster and i forgot that this happens in the dark because <laughs> it's halloween time they actually turn off all the lights oh wow and because i'm uh i'm scared of heights and i'm scared of falling you know, uh, mainly from a high place. <laughs> um, you know, that's when my friends got to laugh at me, right? And, yeah. and I felt like I was like, oh, I guess if I'm making fun of my friends all the time and like laughing at them, it's like then they get to do that to me as well, right? So were you just so, flying through the dark screaming and your friends laughing? Yes. <laughs> and I was, and I was like, you know what, you you all deserve that happiness, and I'm glad I gave you that joy. And so that it, it kind of made me realize we are all wusses <laughs> in one way or another. And everyone that 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 seems to you know very confident or or portray you know that that we have our shit together, it's not true. We we none of us know what we're doing. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. Uh, so do you think about Halloween attractions throughout the year? Like, is it January and you're like, I can't wait? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I as soon as uh, October 31st happens, I hibernate until Christmas. <laughs> and then January starts and I start thinking about what I'm going to be, what my costume is. <laughs> uh, but I also watch horror movies all the time, right? Yeah. It's not just Halloween. And, and, and I do, uh, I try to do you know, sort of similar activities throughout the year. Yeah, but this is the explosion where everybody's doing them. Yeah, nice. When people walk into your home, can they tell you're obsessed with Halloween or Halloween attractions? Um, There's definitely a section in my bookshelf that is uh, horror related. And so I have like mini Funkos of Ash Williams from Evil Dead and uh, Pinhead from Hellraiser, you know. Um, And uh, I also really love horror art. Okay. So there's, uh, you know, I have a H.R. Giger uh, Xenomorph painting. Oh, nice. Uh, as well as uh, Wayne Barlow, uh, Bixinski, like all of these uh, kind of sci-fi horror artists that um, just have really m- beautiful, horrifying looking paintings, <laughs> if that makes sense, that, yeah. that, that they created. And that's, that's yeah. So I think... Especially when my mom has walked in, you know, like her whole house is all pretty with flowers and beetles portraits. Yeah. And you walk into my house and there's like, you know, some skeleton, uh, like red skeleton, like killing something else. You know, it's yeah. So she's like, why? Why, why are you like this? <laughs> Get some beetles portraits. <laughs> Would you want like a, a zombie beetle portrait? Yeah, that'd be cool. Just like or, or you could have the four of them, but then just have John and uh, George be zombies. <laughs> And then when Paul and Ringo die, <laughs> you end up making them zombies. <laughs> uh, fair enough. All right. We'll leave that one alone. No follow-up <laughs> questions to that. Uh, if someone told you a house was actually haunted, would you be more or less inclined to want to buy it? I would love to go or buy a haunted house. I really want to see a ghost. I, don't, I know people think they're not real, but I'm, I, I just want to see something. It would be great. I know people that say they see them, and I know people think that's ridiculous, but I'm like, I want to be those people. Yeah. The, the people that see it. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love to have some form of, you know, not proof, but just just to see something that's not, that's paranormal, you know? Yeah. That would be great. Uh, it would it, be terrifying if you discovered that. 
right. actually happening, but it would be amazing. Yeah. So do you think you're, you would be scared, but do you think your joy of like, oh, wow, confirmation for me that there is something more than the world that we can see and hear and feel. It would be uh, great. Yeah. Would you, uh, so even, so you would want to own it. You would want to live there. If you saw like a, a ghost or an apparition, you would want to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to chill here all the time. I mean, it depends on, you know, if I like the actual house or not, Joseph. <laughs> the actual house is more important than, I mean, also, you know, if I would, you would, if it's just a location, go- location, location, location. And also what if it's a ghost that's like really into reality TV and keeps changing my TV yeah. to that, to watch, you know, whatever the bachelor, then I'm not going to want to live there. <laughs> You know, it's like, it, but if, but if, you know, they have good taste in music, then maybe I'll consider yeah, it. Yeah. Sure. Then you just have somebody basically programming your stereo for exactly. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if a friend on social media constantly complained about Halloween activities, would you unfollow, mute or block them? Uh, probably back in the day. Not anymore. Okay. I don't care. I see people, uh, you know, I've seen people tweet things like, oh, you like Halloween. Like, I guess you're like, that's you think you're cool because you like Halloween. I'm right. like, I don't think I'm cool. I just really like Halloween. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, it's just people just want to hate on something. OK. And yeah. you would just let it go. Yeah. I, or I would be like, why don't you come to a haunted maze with me? I yeah. would invite them to an activity and then they would change their mind about Halloween. Because <laughs> a lot of people think it's weird. People that aren't into horror, they think Halloween is just, you know, uh, slutty costumes. Not there's anything wrong with them, yeah. but they 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 think that that's it, and that's not true. So. That's true. I mean, I think uh, particularly in our culture, that has been a lot of just visually what it has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I understand that they don't understand the joy of being laughed at by a friend. <laughs> exactly. A you laugh uh, at each other. <laughs> Would you go to a Halloween themed yoga class? Is a Halloween activity? <laughs> what does that consist of? Would that be? Would they be playing, you know, uh, Ministries Every Day is Halloween or, or uh, Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party? Then I, that would that would be like a yeah. Th- well, th- that would be like cardio yoga, I guess. Cardio <laughs> yoga. What if it was somebody cosplaying uh, Regan from uh, Exorcist? And while trying to do the weird, <laughs> she does weird poses, right? Contortionist, like that <laughs> yeah. actually would be so cool. You just have a had a great idea, Joseph. Should okay, we well, should we do this? Yeah, let's make some money. <laughs> Should we start a horror <laughs> yoga class? Yeah, ask ask some friends when okay. you go to the screening tonight. See okay. if you can get some uh, angel investors. Well, for Linda this. Linda Blair's gonna be there, oh, so damn. so I should give her that idea. Yeah, yeah. please do. Yeah. yeah, tell her it's from me. Okay. <laughs> we can go into business together. Uh, <laughs> if you were at a party and heard someone say just a grossly incorrect fact about like a favorite Halloween activity, would you correct them? Uh, in a polite way, yeah. you know. Well. Well, first of all, I would ignore them and then start a Twitter thread. No, I'm kidding. I'm not that <laughs> kind of person. <laughs> Subtweet them. No, no, no. No, I mean, it. I again, I used to be very much about that. Yeah. And it's like, you're wrong and let me tell you why. I don't care anymore. Okay. I just want people to have fun. If you, it's kind of like if you, you know, if, if. Before I'm like, well, if you like the prequels, you're wrong because the original trilogy is better. I'm like, if you like them, I don't care. I'm not going to like them, but it's cool that you like them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You've been very kind to me about me liking the prequels, and I appreciate (laughs) it. If aliens were visiting Earth and you got to greet them, would you take them to a Halloween activity to explain human culture? Um, I would love to, but I would also be super scared in a great way and i would also ask them to take i'd be like if i take you to this fun thing and if you have fun can you take me with you (laughs) so 
<laughs> if you're uh, trying to convince aliens not to greet uh, and accept Earth culture, but to take you away from us, uh, where would you take them to show them a good time? Delusion. I okay. think I think delusion is the best example. <laughs> what? No, it's a, it's a totally valid answer, but I just love that uh, this conversation has become. I would take aliens to be chased by a chimney, yeah, so they would remove me from the planet, right? Uh, but I think aliens would, if they have, if they exist and they haven't already seen us, I think they just would be fascinated by us in you know large groups yeah because of we all end up in large groups we end up acting like animals yeah you know and that's you know it, i i also would rather take them to a good activity and not like some i don't know i guess bachelor viewing party whatever <laughs> some some people some of my friends like this if you like the bachelor it's fine but i think yeah. that aliens would be bored yeah they can go watch it with that ghost who's obsessed with it exactly with watching reality television uh, if you were about to enter your favorite haunted house, uh, but a bear was blocking the way, would you try to get around the bear? Um, I would invite the bear in. Okay. Because I love bears. They're so cute. <laughs> bears okay, are I have adorable. to change this for you. It's a large shark. It is a shark that is somehow has human legs, but still the lifeless dead eyes and the triangle teeth with smaller triangles on top. I've always said that if I was in the water and I saw a shark, I would probably die of a heart attack before I could think of what to do. Okay. So, so there's your answer. <laughs> no, I've asked many people this question and no one has ever said, I'd just die. Yeah. So no problem. Like, problem solved. Yeah. Like he, he'd be like, you, you can eat me while I'm dead because you won't eat me while I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great line for a horror movie. You can eat me when I'm dead, but not yet. <laughs> All right, here's the final How Obsessed Are You question. If every time you went to a Halloween attraction, someone somewhere felt a sharp stab of pain, would you still go? Can I pick who? <laughs> Somehow I knew you were going to ask that. Sure. Like, yeah, if it was, you know, people in government. <laughs> I would be going to Halloween attractions every day. <laughs> then it's a bonus. Yeah. What if it is just this strange uh, cosmic thing where somewhere they won't have permanent damage. They'll just feel a sudden pain and they won't know why. Would you inflict that on people? Um, I mean, if so, this is every time I go to. Like, so so you, you got to get specific here, yeah. Joseph. So if I go to Halloween Horror Nights one night, yeah. they feel a sharp pain one time? Yeah, just one time. Oh, yeah, yeah they can handle it. <laughs> Toughen up, world. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sharp pain sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> we all make it through. I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind of noise can you make for this? Mm. <laughs> that is very good. It's a great Vincent Price type noise. <laughs> uh, how would you rate your obsession? So scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest, your obsession with specifically with Halloween horror activities. I will uh, go with uh, the Spinal Tap 11. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, I think since you're willing to just die in front of a shark, <laughs> that goes to 11. Right. As long as my friends get to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, since you've already made this request, if I happen to see you die in front of the shark, I will make sure it's a, a joyful moment. Yes, please. <laughs> no crying at my funeral, only dancing. I will dance at your funeral. That's a weird thing to say. Anyway, <laughs> but it's your 
request. Uh, we're gonna move on to plugging time. So, mm-hmm. why don't you tell people where they can find you in any other uh, stuff besides social media you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, at, at Evil Dreen on Twitter and Instagram. I don't really use Facebook because I don't like it. Um, and I am doing a lot of things right now. I am on uh, one of the hosts of Collider Live nice. uh, on thursdays and friday mornings and um and it's a live show and it's fun and it's ridiculous and it's kind of like nerd howard stern (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i love working with those people and uh i'm also have my own channel super dork house which i'm not putting a lot of content in because i'm busy but we every so often we do have sketches that we that we write and 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 i I directed the the last couple and that, that was really fun uh with uh, Brett Sheridan and Claudia Dolph, and uh, we had an axe murderer kind of horror comedy sketch oh, cool. that you can check out. Uh, that's at Super Dork House, and uh, yeah, I think that's kind of it right now because all the other stuff. Oh, and I'm going to be at LA Comic Con. Uh, I don't know if you're going. Uh, I'm not. But uh, in a couple of weekends, we're going to have a couple of panels on Sunday. So, uh, so I'll, you can look for that on my social media. Cool, cool. Here are quick plugs for this show, and then we will do our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Force Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and stuff, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. And you can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, here are your final questions. They're kind of horror-themed. If you could shoot one of these two things out of your hand, which would you choose? Knives or candy corn? Ooh, well, I love... I'm scared of knives, and I love candy corn. So I would just be shooting candy corn into my mouth all the time. (laughs) Another fun visual. Uh, If you had to get a tattoo on your forehead, what would you get a tattoo of? Not damaged. Um, (laughs) On my forehead. Can it be either an image or a word? Yeah. Huh. Doofus. <laughs> Would you feel like you were broadcasting that out to the person you were talking to at all times that they are a doofus? Or you know what I would say, similar to we're all clowns in the and because of the Joker coming out, I would just yeah. say we're all doofuses. <laughs> we're all doofuses. Yeah. The final question for everyone on the podcast is: What is happiness? Um, other than tacos and sex, uh, being kind to each other. Okay. And dancing with each other. Okay. Those are all happy-making things. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because life is weird, and none of us know what we're doing here, so we might as well celebrate the good moments and be nice to each other and go dance and and, and eat and, and share good things because life is stressful enough for all of us. That is a great answer. Thank you so much for doing the podcast again. Thank you for having me. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. So I guess it's a simple but funny story of why I love going to haunted attractions with my friends so much. Um, There's uh, two of my friends, uh, Josh and Nicole, get extremely scared at everything, uh, similar to to Josh Makuga. Uh, So this is other Josh. And uh, it's really fun to watch them go through a maze together because they either push each other and use each other as shields um you have one per one of them screaming at nothing that just from the anxiety of being there and therefore 
they they scare the other person uh and it's it's, it's one of the the my favorite memories is uh nicole we were at not scary farm and nicole's in front of josh and i'm behind the, the two of them and josh actually kind of walks through mazes like he's squatting because <laughs> he doesn't want because because people show up you know from above you to to scare you so he so there's josh squatting in the middle of us and then it's dark and they make it very foggy in there uh because there's less liability i guess than at universe studios or other places and she just nicole just runs into a wall and and screams and then Josh screams and then everyone behind me screamed and nothing was there. And I'm like, you guys just got scared at a wall. So, uh, you know, it that happens all the time. I highly recommend and I think that if you were to go to one of these things that you would enjoy it because of that and you would forget that people might touch you. So 